0: Hi, this is Adrian King, and I played Alice in Friday the 13th, and you are listening to Horror Homeschool. This gets murdered.
1: Hello, welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris.
0: And I'm Ashley.
1: How are you doing, Ashley?
0: I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good.
1: Um a little tired. I've had a busy weekend. Um went to go yeah. see Alkaline Trio and take him back Sunday on Friday night.
0: You lucky jerk.
1: Yeah. And I got in free as well, due to my awesome friend James. <laughs> <laughs> double
0: lucky jerk
1: <laughs> so that was fun and then i had aiden stay how over old last did everybody night. look oh it was actually great because like usually when i go to gigs now like i'm i'm like the oldest person there but like literally everyone was my age there because we were all like washed up emos you know <laughs>
0: nice. so um i wanted to, i don't know what does adam look like
1: no. oh members of the band you mean oh yeah they all looked old pretty much i mean yeah <laughs> i Matt used to be Skiba, so in love with adam age. oh adam Lazarus, yeah funny. um he's got yeah. like bleach blonde hair now like really long bleach blonde hair um and he kind of looks like a hippie but he's still got the moves like he still does that thing where he like swings a microphone around his neck and stuff like oh uh, yeah he was like
0: does he, he was... do like where he like jumps up and drops down on his back
1: Oh, he wasn't doing anything like that. Um it kind of looked like he had a his hip was about to give way when he was trying to <laughs> trying to strike some moves. But um yeah, it was it was fun. But the thing is as well, have you ever seen Taken Back Sunday on stage?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Like I don't remember like the the last time I saw them play it must have been like a long, long time ago. But I don't remember Adam like acting like a like a preacher on stage before like the way he was like addressing the crowd it was like he was about to like start praising the lord and <laughs> like hallelujah <Weird. laughs> he had this like american like preacher vibe so <laughs> it was odd
0: weird
1: <laughs> but yeah this this was got it it was fun um
0: sounds awesome
1: matt Skibo was a, a bit Bit weird, but he, that's just him in general. Is he? he's a bit of an yeah. odd guy? He yeah, was, he is. He was saying like uh, dumb and dumber quotes, and you know, like just really cringy <laughs> old man stuff like that.
0: And I was like, yeah, that was fun. Dumb and dumber quotes. Way before memes, we had to just quote on <laughs> stupid.
1: <laughs> Mine was um Billy Madison quotes. You know, like Adam Sandler film I've
0: never seen that.
1: Oh that was that was a favorite. I don't one. like Adam Sandler. I like his early stuff.
0: <laughs> I like uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um and then like what's the one with him and um Brendan Fraser?
1: Brendan Fraser.
0: Wait, is are they in the ones together? No, Airheads. Airheads, that's what it is.
1: Oh, I don't think I've seen that one.
0: Yeah, it's like early nineties.
1: Oh, I forgot to mention as well, this gig, like literally everyone I knew was at this gig on Friday, like everyone on Instagram that I didn't really know in real life, like everyone was at this gig. So I was just like lost in the feed of like everyone posting videos of Alkaline Trio on stage and shit. It's just like,
0: wow, um, that's crazy. and
1: then one of my mates she bumped into Will from Creeper in the crowd. He was there. Ugh, I was like, of course he he's there. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's next weekend, Creeper. Can't wait for that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a busy boy at the moment. Um, had Aiden stay over last night. We watched Batman Forever. That was cool. Um, because he was, like, saying about the new Batman movie and how he can't see it because it's, like, rated a 15 over here, which uh, obviously means you need to be 15 or over to see it. I don't know how you guys do, like, the rating system over there. Um, go, like, r- so rated
0: R, r uh, would be would be ours but you have to be 17.
1: Right. Is there anything when, below time, that? Uh
0: below that is PG-13.
1: So that's just you've got to go with a parent.
0: Mhm. Right. Yeah, one time when I was working at the movie theater, um this lady wanted was trying to drop her buy a ticket for her daughter and drop her off. Her daughter was probably like 12 or 13. And uh, I was like, ma'am, I'm sorry. I was like, you know, somebody 25 or older has to go with her to watch it. Um, She can't watch it by herself, blah, blah, blah. And she Mm -hmm. just, like, started throwing a Karen fit. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. I was like, ma'am, it's the law. Like, I literally cannot do anything about it. That is, like, the literal law. (laughs) And um, she started calling me, you know, the B word and all this stuff. And right in front of her daughter, too. Like,
1: like, wow, you're a great role model. Yeah, nice example.
0: yeah, like later on that day, um, somebody came and told us that somebody had written on the bathroom wall in Sharpie. <laughs> said, the manager with the glasses is a big, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, That's really, hilarious.
1: lady? because so I funny. wouldn't let your
0: daughter go see some rated art movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the film was? I'm trying to think, or don't. I don't really remember at all. Um, like I can, re- I can remember the whole entire conversation with her, but I don't remember <laughs> what the movie was.
1: That's funny. Yeah, like the local theater near us, like um, they had to put out a status on Facebook saying, "Look, the new Batman movie. It's a 15. That means that nobody under the age of 15 can watch it, even if you were a parent." Like. And they're like, that is the law. Like, we will get shut down if we let anyone under fifteen in this in the showing for this film. They can't
0: know? even, they can't even go with a parent.
1: No, no. So the rating is, so U is universal, so suitable for anyone. Anyone can go, you know, like Disney film, whatever. And then it's PG, so that means like young children have got to be with a parent to watch it. Um, and then the next one is twelve A which means that anyone under the age of 12 has to be with a parent to watch it. And then it's 15, which means that only people over 15 can watch it. Like no one with an adult or anything like that. It's got to be 15 and over. And then 18, which is you've got to be 18 or over to watch it.
0: That's crazy because, I mean... It doesn't matter how old the kid is, as long as they're with a parent or somebody 25 or older, they can go in. I mean, I've been to so many rated R movies where there's, like, literal five-year-olds watching these, like, brutal Oh, really? Movies. Holy yeah. shit. So
1: so rated R, you can literally take any age kid in there as long as you got That's a parent. It.
0: Yep. Fuck. For... It doesn't even have to be a parent. <laughs> it just has to be a guardian. It has, oh, like, wow. for instance... I could just go grab my niece who's three years old and go and take her to see this Batman movie.
1: Oh wow. No, it's completely different here. It's super strict. Like anything like fifty like fifteen and eighteen movies, you have to be that age or older to see. Like there's no no way around it at all. Getting a parent or anything like that.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he was so basically he was saying that. Um, you know, this, you couldn't see this new Batman movie, and he was like, "I've not actually ever seen a Batman movie, you know, because they're all they're all for adults, you know." Like, aside from the early Adam West Batman movie, um, he'd never seen like a live action Batman movie. And I was thinking back, and I thought well, my first one that I ever saw was Batman Forever with Val Kilmer, and uh, so I thought it's perfect opportunity to introduce him to that movie. So we watched it and he enjoyed it. So it's good. That's it's awesome. A
0: good time. I'm glad that he enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. It, I believe his exact words were for a movie made in the mid 90s, it's pretty good. <laughs> Which made me feel very old.
0: <laughs> and that
1: sucks. <laughs> he told me the other day that he tried to watch Empire Strikes Back and he couldn't get through it because it just looked too old. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it was rough.
0: That's a- Oh, it's funny. The other day when we were watching um, We were watching Space Jam and uh, <clears throat> the opening scene when it goes up to the bad place or whatever, um, the animation was just rough. I was like, oh, man. I was like, we used to think that was like top of the top of the line. <laughs>
1: yeah. I haven't seen the second Space Jam yet, actually.
0: Oh, I've I heard, won't watch it. I've heard that's, it's terrible. That's atrocious. Like, why would you do that?
1: Yeah. But yeah, that that Batman movie, Batman Forever, that was the one that started it all for me. Like that started my obsession with Batman. Like it just blew me away. And I got like all the toys that came out for it. Like, you know, when they bring out toys for stuff for for films where Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with what was in the movie. Like Batman had like a completely different costume and like all these accessories that weren't in the film. He had he had like mm-hmm. a like a yellow costume or something, and I fucking loved that figure. I just played with it all the time, but um, those were the days. But yeah, um, I heard you had a pretty pretty cool night last night watching this movie we're about to talk about.
0: Yeah, let's get into it.
1: Yeah, so you had some people around, you had some pizza.
0: Yeah, like um. The other day i just was like hey told one of my friends if he wanted to ever come over and just watch tv or whatever he can um so him and and then our other friend was just randomly in town and she was like hey you know can i come over whatever so they all came over and before they came over we were like hey just to let you know that we're gonna watch this movie i was, I was like i have to do this for my podcast and yeah i'm, I'm sorry like, about that like this- <laughs> You have no, to it's watch okay. this movie when you're with your friends. <laughs> no, it's my... Well, partly my fault because I've been procrastinating, but um, they're all cool with it. And it just... It really made the experience really fun.
1: Yeah, I can imagine it did. I've never had an experience like that with one of these films. Like, I've always watched the Friday films on my own, aside from Jason X, which I saw in theaters when it came out. Um, oh, and Freddy vs. Jason. But all the others have literally just been either me on my own discovering it or watching mm-hmm. it with Ab- with Abby, you know, for the first time. Um yeah. so I imagine like especially watching this one with people must have been quite quite fun. But yeah, so let's get into it. Oh actually, got a question for you before we start it. Um that? had your friends seen any of the other Fridays before this one? Or had they seen this movie before?
0: They had seen the first one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think they've seen Freddy versus uh two, so it was two guys and and girl. Um, the Gabby who she had never seen any of them. I don't think. Uh, they had seen Freddy versus Jason. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't think they didn't really say anything about seeing the other ones.
1: Yeah, that's usually the case. Like for for casual fans, they'd they'd see like the first one and then a couple of the later ones, you know, because they'd been around at the time when they came out in theaters
0: yeah and um i know that they hadn't seen this one because like you know how in the whole beginning it's like the first 15 minutes of the movies
1: yeah the other but the, movie <laughs> but in this one it was actually done very well you know the, the sort yeah. of the recap because yeah. it was a really i thought a really well edited sort of like catch up you know like last time on yeah. Friday the 13th kind of uh catch up because it was yeah no I I
0: definitely agree with that for sure
1: and it sort of pieced the last three movies together quite well showing you just the essential parts it wasn't literally like you know the last one or the last two where it's just like the last 15 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) from last time but yeah I I actually quite like that in this one the, the very start the recap it was done well but yeah yeah cool so just uh I wanted to know what your friend's background was with this and whether they did, did they enjoy it, or...?
0: Um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> they enjoyed laughing at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right, so let's get into it then. So, in, in case you hadn't read the title of the episode, because I don't think we've actually said the name of the movie we're doing, <laughs> oh, is shoot, Fra- yeah. Friday the 13th, Part 4, the final chapter. It was released on Friday the 13th of April, 1984, and um, it is uh, a new director, Joseph Zitto. Um, very sad that Steve Miner didn't return for this one. And new writers as well, uh, Bruce Hidimi Sakao and Barney Cohen. And the synopsis is as follows. After being announced dead and taken to a morgue, Jason Voorhees spontaneously revives, escapes from the hospital and stalks a group of friends renting a house in the countryside near Crystal Lake.
0: <laughs> they're all the same
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: pretty oh. much.
1: until we get to the next one which obviously we'll talk about at the end um but yeah it's just jason's back um and he's just going to go and kill some people cuz that's what he does um but it's got to be near crystal lake obviously he's got to go back there obviously um so yeah so i've got some trivia so on a budget of 1 million $800,000 the film made $32,600,000 at box office so of course they changed their minds pretty quickly on it being the final chapter because <laughs> uh, they made a yeah. shit ton from it um, and this is the last film in the series to pick up immediately where the previous film leaves off okay um, we've got here the, uh, the strange dance which Jimbo performs at the party uh was contributed by the actor Crispin Glover uh did you recognize him by the way oh yeah from uh back to the future Marty mcfly's father back to
0: the future um charlie's angels
1: so um he came up with that dance uh spontaneously could you believe it or not it wasn't wasn't a rehearsed <laughs> dance uh
0: you don't uh, say. Sort
1: of Aller. <laughs> um what's that fella called? Willie's Wonderland. Oh, Nick Cage. The way that Nick Cage sort of did that pinball dance, you know.
0: Yeah. Similar
1: vein. Um, but he was actually um, dancing to Back in Black by ACDC. That was the music that was playing when they filmed that scene. Um, oh, jeez. And it was actually how he actually danced in clubs at the time he had a very eccentric way that he danced um but it's unfortunately like the
0: same kind of character every movie yeah <laughs> like Maybe he's that's always just, just like in of real life weird yeah probably i mean he's kind of he's weird looking he's attractive but he's weird looking i don't know there's just something about him he makes me yeah his face.
1: i totally agree like I like his face, and I quite like to watch him on screen. Do you know what I mean? He's an interesting fella. Yeah. Um. But obviously in the film, they had to dub uh, with different track over the top because there's no way they'd get the rights to ACDC. Uh, and the, the song that they used uh, in this for that scene was Love is a Lie by Lion, um, which, in my opinion, is a pretty forgettable song and doesn't fit that scene <laughs> at all. <laughs> 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 um, so the next one What have we got um, Oh yeah there's some pretty rough stuff on this Like the way that The the way that the girls were treated Especially in the filming of this um, Down to the director The director was a piece of shit Really This uh, Joseph Zitto fella Really oh, not, not a very nice man um, I can
0: and It's kind of shitty to say but like Um because whenever we finished the movie, I kind of went down to see what other movies that guy had made. And he made, a, like, a couple Chuck Norris movies.
1: Right, from yeah. From, like,
0: the 80s. So, like, all the other movies that he had made were, like, really, like, macho, bro, no homo kind of movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he seems like a mis- misogynistic piece of shit that really doesn't treat women well. Because uh, Judy Arlington, um, that was the girl who did the... Uh, the skinny dipping scene, uh, you know the one that got stabbed up in the uh, the raft. Mm-hmm. So she had to spend hours stark naked in front of a full crew for that that scene because the director refused to have a closed set with a small crew since it would take longer to film the scene, uh, even though she had expressed that she was very nervous about doing nudity. Uh, um, rude. Um, so according to Ted White, uh, he's the guy that played Jason in this. Uh, so him and Joseph Zitto, they didn't get along very well during filming. Their friction was especially caustic after White demanded that Zitto let the naked Judy Arnonson, who played Samantha, get out of the freezing December lake in between takes so she could warm up. She ended up getting hypothermia because of it. And uh the director finally relented after White refused to act until he did. Yeah. So he so Jason was like, I'm not I'm not doing nothing until that girl can get out of the lake and warm up.
0: Jeez, that's <laughs> terrible.
1: Yeah, horrible. Um so yeah, in this movie, Jason Voorhees is the hero. <laughs> the director's <laughs> a piece of shit. Um and more about Jason Voorhees. So Ted White he uh, was the oldest uh, person to play Jason Voorhees at 58 years of age. And uh, he is now 96 years old and the longest living cast member. Um, and amazingly, to this day, he's still appearing at conventions and doing photo ops in full costume as part four Jason Voorhees. <laughs> mm. Like I literally saw pictures recently of him at a con, and uh, he's there was a reunion like with other members of the cast from this film, Final Chapter reunion, very cool.
0: I saw, that's super cool.
1: And Ted White, um, he was actually <clears throat> un- uncredited as Jason Voorhees by his own request, um, as he felt that it had hurt his career. Uh, but it says here mm. years later he grew to accept the role and started appearing at horror conventions says here ted white refused to talk to the, the other actors during production because he thought socializing with them would diminish the fear of jason and um, oh. i mean he he also said later how he hated the kid um it's it, cory feldman cory feldman yeah yeah he said he said he was an obnoxious little shit and uh, he enjoyed trying to scare him <laughs> Nice. which he actually did in that scene, you know, where he bursts through the window and grabs him. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Corey Feldman didn't know that it was about to happen, and so the fear that you see on his face in that scene is real. It's the first and final cut that was used. <laughs> so yes. good. Funny. Um, this is a bit of a rough one as well. So, writer Barry Cohen originally wrote a scene which involved Jason, Bundling Trish's breasts but the producers vetoed it uh director Joseph Zito uh he also disliked the scene because he said it made Jason seem too human and less menacing I mean maybe that's the one good thing that he did on this film but I mean thank god that didn't happen like what is this obsession yeah. with like making Jason a sex pest like he doesn't have that mental capacity like
0: yeah, he's, he's mentally for sure. the same
1: age as he was when he drowned in the lake, right? Like, he just kills for his I mean, mom. He would have to, and be. That's it. yeah. Just yeah, I don't I don't get the obsession with trying to make him this sexual deviant. <laughs> he's just a killer, just plain and simple. Um. Oh yeah, this is a weird one. So during filming, Kimberly Beck, who played Trish, uh, she experienced strange occurrences, including. A man watching her while she ran in the park and uh, strange phone calls at all hours. And then this stopped when production was over. She had So a,
0: Jason was really after her?
1: Yeah, either that or the director or somebody involved in the film was Ugh. slightly obsessed. Um, it's been suggested that the only reason Tom Savini returned to work as makeup artist for this film was so that he could accurately age and properly kill the character he created from the first film. Um, And there's continuity errors with the makeup, obviously. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. his face looks different from the last one. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, if you look closely, you'll notice that his fingernails are really long and black and gross in this one, weren't in the last one. So in Turkey, this film wasn't released until 1985, and it premiered with the next sequel, Friday the 13th A New Beginning and people could watch them both back to back in theatres and even the posters for both movies were displayed next to each other Oh that's cool That's a pretty, pretty cool double feature there um, Eric Anderson who played Rob and Kimberly Beck who played Trish uh, took 12 year old Corey Feldman trick or treating the first day of filming since it happened to be Halloween Aww That's nice Um, Rather than masks, Tommy was originally going to have been an inventor. One of the projects was a device made from a microwave oven, which would have been what was used to kill Jason. Um, So some of this idea was seen um, when he helps repair the car when the car breaks down. Yeah. Um, So the film picks up immediately after the last one, making it the second Friday film not to actually take place on Friday the 13th at all. So the beginning uh, with The Coroners, that takes place during the night of Sunday the 15th, and then the rest of the film takes place on Monday the 16th, and then Tuesday the 17th being the climactic night. <laughs> mm. um, Kimberly Beck, who played Trish, stated in the Crystal Lake Memories book that she doesn't like horror movies at all, um, she also said that um, she feels that this film wasn't even a B movie, but rather a C movie. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so not a fan. Uh, a distingu- C movie. <laughs> C movie. <laughs> Distinguished film critic Roger Ebert called this film an immoral and reprehensible piece of trash.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. In true Friday the 13th fashion, sorry, go on.
0: I was going to say the director, that's basically what he wanted, so. Yeah,
1: that's probably a good way to describe the director as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. An immoral and reprehensible piece of trash. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So in true Friday the 13th fashion, there are errors uh, on the poster. Could you pick them out, do you think?
0: Oh, hmm. Um, The knife in the eye?
1: He does actually get stabbed through his left eye. Um, but it's uh, it's done with a machete and not a knife. So I guess that's...
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There's another mistake on it too. Actually, there's two more mistakes on it. <laughs>
0: it's not even big enough to have two, mis- two more mistakes on it.
1: <laughs> so it's in reverse. So basically, the cut on the mask is on the wrong side. Oh, he okay. gets chopped in the left-hand side of the mask and it's shown on the other side and also there's no chevrons on the mask you know the little red marks yeah so yeah it's again a typical friday 13th poster um so barbara howard uh she played sarah she refused to go nude so the producers hired robin wood as a double uh to play the, the sex scene um there's another situation like this coming up in Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, you know Catherine Isabel? Don't you you've ever seen Ginger Snaps? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, she refused to go naked in that one for the shower scene. So they got a body double there too. Someone called Tammy Morris played her in that scene. And finally, speaking of nudity, uh, we have some entries from this movie in our top 10 hottest Friday 13th girls list. Of we do. So can you guess who and where they would place?
0: <laughs> There's just so much. Just so many.
1: Just... So obviously the twins. Obviously, yes. Um, they're taking joint place at the number two spot. Mm. Very high. I mean, they're fine, I guess. I know Ryan Horn's are a fan of them. Or is it Fieldmouse? I think Field Mouse said he liked the twins. Yeah.
0: I um... didn't even realize they were twins until like <laughs> and are they were they British? What were they?
1: I think they were, yeah.
0: Because sometimes they would have a thicker accent, sometimes they wouldn't.
1: <laughs> like, their yeah. accent
0: wasn't consistent.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't very consistent in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the twins at number two. And then at number nine is Judy Arnanson, uh the poor girl that got hypothermia and got impaled by Jason through the raft. And she was also voted number four on the list of top 12 boobs of Friday the 13th. Um, which yeah, I guess nice pair. Uh, <laughs> moving on, initial thoughts, Ashley. What did you think about this film?
0: It was silly and just kind of chaotic, mm-hmm. and it's anything—it's everything you're going to expect in a Friday the Thirteenth movie.
1: But did you like it?
0: I did. Yeah, I did. Did actually. like it? Okay. Yeah, I think I. <sighs> Like, it because I, it was just so goofy. But, yeah.
1: But yeah. You don't like it? I don't really like this one. To me, it's like... It's a big disappointment coming off the back of the high that's part three. Like, I think it's, yeah. it's a huge dip in the quality from the first three for me. Like, and I place this one near the bottom in my ranking of them all. Like... Oh, wow. I, I don't like the setting... You know, I like a camp or a lakefront lodge or something like that. I don't like the the setting at all. I mean, there's no counselors. I don't like the addition of a child as the main character. It just doesn't feel right. Um,
0: yeah, it I could have find... been. I mean, honestly, it could have been any movie. It, it didn't have yeah. to be a part of the 13th movie. And I, I find, like, all
1: of the characters really unlikable and i just i hate the script and the dialogue and the story and like the only things that redeem this movie for me are the kills and the score
0: oh like both those things were the only things that really got me yeah um but yeah no, no the characters were terrible like yeah. especially cool. that one kid um teddy teddy's Mm-mm. the one
1: that gets stoned and laughs at that movie for ages
0: yeah for that no guy reason.
1: oh yeah i hate teddy yeah I hate them all, though. Like, literally, I don't even like the final girl. Like, I don't like any of them. Oh. Yeah.
0: I can't even remember her name. I think maybe because I laughed so much throughout the movie, my brain thought that I liked it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, your experience with this, with all your mates around and eating pizza and that, would have helped a lot. Because, like, just imagine me sat at home on my own watching this
0: miserable
1: (laughs) 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 it's not fun you know it's just yeah i mean i guess we'll get into it but i mean the thing is though i'm well aware that i'm in the minority here because a lot of people rate this one quite high but it just doesn't do it for me at all um
0: yeah I, i can see that
1: but let's go through the plot then so Opening scene, we've already discussed that. I mean, it's a recap of the legend of Jason, you know, a compilation. Of, Which like, I film. thought was
0: well done. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, okay,
0: cool. This is, you know, if, if you didn't watch the other movies, you can just kind of watch this. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Like and That was handy for your friends as well, because obviously, you know, some of them haven't yeah. seen the others. And it's that's all you literally need to see, you know, a few little bits and pieces mm-hmm. from the first three films. This is the legend of Jason setting it up showing all the cool bits from the others and it's you know it's actually a really cool edit like it's a great concise catch up you know d- done effectively in a couple of minutes rather than playing the entire third act of the, third, the the you know the previous film um i guess they couldn't do that with the last one considering part 3 isn't really connected at all to the story in the other two um but then the opening credits play and uh, we get Jason's hockey mask exploding um obviously that that score is great by Harry Manfredini you can't fault that in these movies it's always good
0: yeah the score was really good
1: um and it's the night of saturday the 14th and the police are cleaning up the grounds of higgins haven and jason's body is there um believing to be dead uh which i i don't really get how long his body's been lying there for because surely they don't leave a a body just lying on the floor for that long. So it was like nighttime, wasn't it? Like
0: Yeah, I don't think they do. I don't think they technically can. <laughs> yeah, that crime screen. They have scene to get him just... into the uh into the room quickly because his body will start decomposing like right away.
1: <laughs> so yeah, eventually he's taken to the morgue like hours later after they found him. Um it starts to smell a bit funky because he's been lying there for like a whole day, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so yeah, he's taken to the morgue, and then we get that really disgusting coroner guy, who is just awful—an awful human
0: being. Yeah, that whole scene was
1: just yuck. And um, yeah, because he said something like about one of the dead bodies, like, "Oh, she's a real cute girl," and and one of them goes, "You mean was?" and he goes, "Well, still is," and it's just like, oh. That's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um and then he's like harassing the nurse. Um and she says something like when he's like trying to get it on with her, she's like, Oh, no, that was it. He goes, Oh, why do you have a headache? And she's like, For you, I always have a headache. And I was like, Good on you girl, like brush him off. But then she she still gets with him, like
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: And then they get interrupted, Jason's hand like falls off the edge of the gurney.
0: I would never, and... in in the history of ever, be in a room with a bunch of dead bodies. Nope, <laughs> nope, no, nope, no,
1: nope, nope. no way, no. And like, they're just casually just getting it on in a bunch of like in a room with a bunch of corpses.
0: I feel like, the, um, first of all, that's like super unhygienic. Like that's just <laughs>
1: gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's talking about fucking a corpse here. What's the word? For yeah, that? So Nef- he don't... necrophilia. So he doesn't. Yeah,
0: he don't care. <laughs>
1: And this girl is just, yeah, she doesn't have a um, good morals, clearly. Um, so then, what happens next? So, so that, oh yeah, so then, so Jason, he just spontaneously revives. Um, he just springs back to life, and he murders Axel, which is this disgusting coroner's name. Uh, he uses a hacksaw, uh, which is a great kill, actually, really well done. Yeah, because he sort of. Twists his head backwards, and the way they shot—I did think
0: shot, that was a cool, a cool kill. Yeah,
1: really good because he obviously put his clothes on backwards, and the way that they shot it, it just—it did make it look like he switched his head all the way around. You know, mm-hmm. um, pretty brutal, good, good kill for the first one. Um, and then then the nurse gets it with a scalpel. So already some some pretty quick cool kills, and then it's the following day. And then we get introduced to the Jarvis family. So it's Kim, uh, Tommy, a little brother, and then the mum, who's just called Mrs. Jarvis. I don't think we ever get to hear the mum's first name. And of course, Gordon the dog. How can we forget about Gordon? Hmm. But yeah, he's he's the only likable member of this cast, I think, apart from Jason himself. Uh, yeah, I don't don't like any of any of this family at all. Do you? <laughs>
0: No, I thought the masks were cool. I was like, man, I wish I could design masks like that.
1: Yeah, pretty unrealistic, though, that a kid would be making things that advanced. (laughs) That's like trick or treat studios level. That's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) That's not like a homemade mask, especially the one where it's like eyes are moving and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's Hollywood level. Like, there's no way a child could make stuff like that, especially one that lives so far out in the woods in the country, like, and this was before internet shopping. Like, where would he get his supplies from? I mean, obviously I'm overthinking this stupid movie, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Unrealistic. (laughs) Um, And then we get introduced to our group of teenagers. They're driving to Crystal Lake for the weekend. And so we get Paul, his girlfriend, Sam, and Sarah, who it says here is the Virgin, apparently. Uh, I guess she acts like one. Her boyfriend, Doug. Um, and then we get awkward Jimmy, Crispin Glover. And then jokester Teddy, who we both hate. Um, and we get that line, the whole dead fuck thing. Ugh. Awful. We were awful all sitting dialogue. there, we
0: were like, what <laughs> is this?
1: Awful dialogue.
0: You know, we're all in our 30s. <laughs> I and... mean...
1: Is this? I guess this is realistically a conversation that, well, I wouldn't say like even a teenager would have. Like a twelve-year-old, maybe I can, I can hear like maybe Aidan talking like this. It's <laughs> Not weird, like like
0: what is this?
1: Yeah, like it's just it was terrible and it was bad acting. I mean, I know it's a Friday movie, we're gonna get bad acting, but this was a particularly rough start. Do you know what I mean? Alarm bells start ringing at this point and you're like, oh dear, what we in for here?
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: You know, I always pull up this example of um, Halloween 3, you know, one of our absolute favorites. And we love spending time with these characters in this movie. You know, it's just so good. You know, the acting might not be great, but the characters are great and we love spending time with them. I hate spending time with any of these characters in this movie. That's why I dislike it so Yeah, much.
0: I think that's why I thought that all the kills were the were greatest.
1: Yeah, it makes it. I guess that makes the kills better when they do actually. Yeah, dance. like thank fuck they've been murdered. These horrible, obnoxious, annoying characters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the time you spend with this movie, you know, I've forgotten how long it is. Maybe and... hour and a half. You know, but
0: they it's rough. They focus a lot of sort of weird character development on Teddy and Jimbo. Um,
1: (laughs) At some point, you think, "Well, are are they going to get it on? Like, (laughs) is he going to show?" Well, and then I was like, "Okay, so." (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: And and so then I was like, "Okay, so is Jimbo supposed to be the final girl? Like, what's what is this? What's happening?" Yeah, which would have been fine, you know. That's true.
1: Yeah. I would Stick have been with cool it. with the movie going a different way um, But yeah, it's just that, that conversation The whole dead fuck thing I mean, I've never even heard that phrase before Surely that originated within this movie
0: Yeah, that's, I've never That's not a
1: thing, right?
0: No, I have no idea
1: <laughs> Is that a, th- a reference back to the start of the movie? where they are talking about fucking a corpse? The dead fuck? Maybe or Maybe that was just on the writer's mind I don't know a little bit of extra trivia there, actually, about the writer. Um, so the director was employed to be a writer and director. He told the studio that he wasn't a writer at all um, and he just wanted to direct. But they were like, no, no, this is the gig, write and direct or nothing. He was like, all right then. So he got his mates to sort of come up with ideas and screenwrite it for him. So <laughs> it kind of shows that it was very, very badly organized and done
0: yeah Um, yeah for sure
1: so yeah the so he's complaining Jimbo's complaining that he split up with his girlfriend or something and and Teddy's saying that it's because he's a shit lay and a dead fuck which I guess means that you're meant to just lie there and not move (laughs) when you're having sex I don't know I don't know what the point of it was um but on the way they come across uh Pamela Voorhees' tombstone and uh <laughs> we see a hitchhiker who's eating a banana and killed by Jason
0: oh man we were laughing so hard at that end part <laughs> when she squeezes the banana so hard <laughs>
1: yeah. i love that sign sat- that she's got as well cuz she's trying to hitch yeah. a ride she's got like something written on the front of it and then, obviously, when people don't pick her up, she turns it round to reveal "fuck you" is written on the yeah. back, and she gives the finger. <laughs> I just want one of them signs to have full time, just to carry round, just to oh my god, hold up at people <laughs> in work. <laughs> Dude, Can you that
0: sounds awesome.
1: Just have this when you're driving.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a, an interesting kill, I guess with the banana um <laughs> so then um the teens arrive at the at the lake are they are they near the lake i don't know the, the lake is near they go skinny dipping and stuff don't they so i don't mm-hmm. know if it's, it's not lake front this place but it's near the lake it's like a drive or whatever um and then i hate this scene the one where tommy jarvis is like Watching his new horny neighbors getting it on. Oh you know, like, my through the god, winter. we
0: were laughing so <laughs> hard at the scene. It's such a
1: weird scene. It I It really is don't so like.
0: awkward.
1: <laughs> like it's not funny. It's just odd. You know, like the noises he's making and stuff. The way he's like, because he starts off what wa- <laughs> he starts off like watching the girl get undressed, and then he's like, oh my god, like, and then the fellow comes in and they start getting it on. But yeah, he's just the way he's like throwing himself on the bed and, like, making these noises. I'm like, this, it's not funny. It's just awkward to watch. I hate it.
0: Yeah, and then the mom comes in and she sees, and she gives, like, this weird, like, oh, you kind of yeah. smile. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like This kid is, like, 12. You don't want him to be exposed <laughs> to this kind of stuff. That's terrible.
1: Very weird.
0: Um, And then we get the next day with the
1: teens. They're going on a walk. And they meet the twin sisters, uh, Tina and Terry. And then they go skinny dipping with them, of course.
0: Um, whole That whole scene was just uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. And then Trish and Tommy happen upon uh, them skinny dipping, much to Tommy's delight. Um, <laughs> and then Trish is, like, invited to a party that night. They, someone just shouts from the water, like, party tonight or something like that. It's like, okay. So did
0: they knew her? I don't know, because at this point they hadn't even met, right? I don't know. Yeah, Had but they then met? they call her by name. They're like, hey Trish, you want to come in? And she's like, no. Hmm.
1: I don't know. There's so many plot holes in this movie. It doesn't make sense. This
0: movie <laughs> Okay, so this movie's <laughs> still better than the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, but it's not
1: Good. Yeah, yeah, I give you that. <coughs> um, so then what happens next? So, oh yeah, Sam pretends to drown, um, and then pulls Sarah like into the lake.
0: Yeah, we were laughing at that part because okay, so I have this friend Roman, and he is hilarious. Okay, and. Watching scary movies with him is so funny because he doesn't get scared, like, at all, like, really. Um, Hereditary is probably one that he said that he got scared, the most scared of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he just makes things just so funny. And so this whole scene, he's, like, playing it, scene by – or he was, like, she's going to do this. she, You know, obviously <laughs> we all knew that she was going to do the jump scare, like, yeah. pretend to be drowned. But it was just so funny. It was funny. <laughs> It was great. Like I wish you were there.
1: I wish I was because I had a miserable time watching this on my own. Because <laughs> I, I, don't... I was, I was dreading this one. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's the final chapter next. Like, oh, I really. That's why I got it out of the way with dead quick. Like I watched it like straight after we podded. I think on the last time I was like, right, let's get final chapter out of the way with. Did my notes? Bing bang bosh done. <laughs> so I was like ready we to should... pod like weeks ago. <laughs> uh,
0: we should do a watch party.
1: Yeah, we should. That'd be cool, and then just
0: like maybe like live chat, um, each other.
1: We should um, we should do like a live stream on like Instagram or something, you know, for like an episode.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be fun.
1: I don't know how the the, the logistics of that would work, but I think it's possible. I don't either. You know, if we both just like join the chat, because I think you can do that, like live stream with someone else. Yeah. And just do it on the pod, but we don't have fun. that many followers on the pod, so probably no one to watch, but I don't know. We should we should try something like that at some point. (laughs) That'd be fun. Um so what's next? Oh yeah, so they they go and then the car breaks down. Um and then they're helped out by a young man named Rob. Um so he helps them get the car back on the road somehow. I can't remember how he does it now. Um and then so they, they take him then to their house. And I know. Tommy's like really enthusiastic to bring it in up to his bedroom, which made right me laugh away. because it's just like me. Like when I get a visitor at my house, I'm like, come upstairs and, s- and see my horror cave. Like, and <laughs> show it's them funny my because I was like, Kevin, <laughs> I
0: was like, Kevin, that seems like that would have been you as a kid, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just
1: like far too overexcited to show
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't do that to a complete like stranger that you would never met, would you?
1: (laughs) I guess maybe as a kid I might have might have done, but the way that he just drags a stranger in the house and the mum's like, Oh, who's your friend? It's like be like, get the fuck out of my house. Who are you with my child, you know? (laughs) Going up to his bedroom.
0: (laughs) Very bizarre. They didn't have any cares in the eighties.
1: Hell no. Um So then he shows in the masks, and and then he leaves, and he goes camping. Um, So then late that night, we get uh, the teens, the beginning, the party, the most boring party I've ever seen in my life takes place.
0: Just boring, uncomfortable, (laughs) stuffy.
1: (laughs) 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 I mean, we get the Crispin Glover dance, which is the only highlight in that scene. Um, but then, like, they turn off, like, the rocking 80s music. And they put oh, on put this, on, like... like, boring slow dance music. Oh. It's, like, the strangest, lamest party ever. Like, who was having parties like this in the 80s? Seriously. It was just getting started with Jimmy's dance. And then it just dies. It just, like, just turns on a dime into this, like, weird
0: slow dance party. <laughs> yeah. nothing, And then, like they all leave one by one and like I
1: don't yeah know. they all like tear just... off and then Sam gets jealous because she sees uh one of the t- one of the twins flirting with Paul and then she leaves and i didn't really get their relationship anyway cuz it's like are they an item because Paul should not be acting like that with another girl because at some point he's like when she's left they're about to like get it on he's like oh no i i can't go through with this and it's like well hang on if you had a girlfriend you shouldn't have done any of this to lead up to this point Do you know
0: what i mean right like
1: what is going on here with this dynamic but anyway so sam goes off um she goes to the lake uh that's where jason impales her with a spear from underneath the raft and then
0: Pretty somehow simple. the raft is still intact
1: the raft is still buoyant, and there's no water coming in. It's fine.
0: No water.
1: <laughs> but I really like this kill. I thought I thought it was good. Great kill. Yeah, I like the kill too. Um, I liked
0: all um, the kills, honestly. Yeah,
1: the kills were great in this, mainly due to Tom Savini, because the makeup and special effects were so so good in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Judy Arneson, uh, she actually recreates that scene as her photo art at conventions. So she lies in a raft with her legs up behind her in the air. And uh, you just go and stand next to her and have your picture taken with her. It's so cool. Oh,
0: that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then Paul, he has a change of heart, cheating on his girlfriend. And then he goes after her, swims out into the lake to find her raft floating there with her dead in it. And, uh, and then he's harpooned in the groin. And this is I another know, great was- kill.
0: Great kill.
1: Makes all the men cross their legs. And mm-hmm. they're watching this. Great kill. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a few like that. Like Was it the last one where uh, he's walking on his hands and he gets that axe mm-hmm. to the groin? It's like, oh, my goodness. Um, so then we see Rob. He's hunting in the woods. Um, and then we're back to the party. And uh, Crispin Glover, he's getting it on with one of the twins. Uh, and he tries his best not to be a dead fuck um but then we see Terry she's uh trying to leave the party early uh and then before she can get on her bike Jason stabs her with a spear mm, um, that's right and then we see Sarah having uh this this scene with Doug here the most unsubtle come on i think i've ever seen in my life oh
0: god that was just <laughs> the worst she's like her- Mm.
1: She's like, uh, I mean, first of all, her acting is atrocious.
0: Atrocious. (laughs) She's like,
1: oh, I think I'm gonna go to bed soon, or something like that. Um, and he's like, oh, sleep
0: on the bottom bunk tonight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's like, she's like, are you tired? Uh, He's like, are you tired? She's like, no. He's like, oh, okay, then, yeah. Can you sleep on the bottom bunk? Why do you want to sleep on the top? No. (laughs) <laughs> and then what else? I can't remember what else she said, but it was just like awful, awful dialogue, awful acting. And then obviously they decide to go upstairs and get it on or whatever she goes to get ready, put on some granny panties or whatever she used to do. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> she puts on like a silk night ear think. And... I was
0: like, where are the brown panties? <laughs>
1: Yeah, her lingerie was slightly, slightly improved to that Can one. I, I think
0: I should make a shirtless as well, the brown panties, and nobody ever would know <laughs> except for me and you. <laughs> well,
1: actually, I've got something to send you. Um, I'll send it you on Instagram. So the girl that um wears the the brown granny panties in part two, um, she does cons, does photo ops and stuff, and uh, she took a picture with. She not not in the brown granny, the brown granny can't even say it the brown granny panties unfortunately um but this is a shot that she took with a cosplayer at a con recently i've just sent you on instagram um so he's cosplaying uh reboot jason before he gets the mask but just look at what she signed it it's pretty funny
0: that's awesome
1: <laughs> so she signed it please don't steve i promise to put on prettier knickers <laughs> And then a little heart uh, signed Vicky. Um, what's her name? I can't read the name there. Taylor? Yeah. Ma-
0: Manny Taylor?
1: Lauren? Lauren, Lauren Manny Taylor.
0: Yes, yeah. Lauren
1: that's a uh, great sense of humor there. I'd like to meet her. She's cool. Um. Yeah. Got distracted with the, the granny panties and the lingerie talk there. Uh, so what happens next? <laughs> um let's see oh yeah so next mrs jarvis she arrives home and then she discovers that there's been a power outage and uh she's searching for her kids and the dog and then she's just killed off screen we don't see what happens to her um at least in the final cut from this film in a deleted scene which i'll go into later you actually get a bit more of mrs jarvis But um, next scene is uh, Trish and Tommy are arriving back and they realise that their mum's gone missing and uh, Trish is searching for her and uh, she actually finds Rob's campsite. So at this point it's revealed what the deal is with Rob and so he's actually the brother of one of the girls that Jason killed in part two, Uh, Sandra Deer. Do you know which one that was? No. That is the girl that um, we were saying that never wore a bra. You said she had a very young face in part two. Oh, yeah. She's the one that gets speared while she's making love with this other fella. Um, But actually, I had some more information given to me since we recorded that episode uh, by Ryan. Um, So she was actually underage in that movie um she was 16 she lied about her age so she i knew it in, so she could be in the movie so i kind of feel weird about them comments i made but we'll move swiftly past that and hope nobody notices um but I, oh actually i've got some more information on that actor i've forgotten her name but my god she has had a rough life she has been arrested multiple times i've just sent you her mugshots right on messenger She's there's five different mugshots of this poor woman. <laughs> like she's had a troubled life.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so I guess uh line about her age to be in a Friday thirteenth film wasn't quite the, the best life choice that she made. I actually want each mugshot on a t shirt. <laughs> oh my god. That's the next bit of merch we're releasing. Oh my god! We're so it's so we'll do it for April Fool's Day.
0: <laughs>
1: That's a great idea, actually.
0: They'd be like, "Who uh, the heck is that?"
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we found out that so Rob's got this vendetta against Jason because he killed his sister in part two. Um, so that explains that you know he, he says that Jason's still alive and. He's come to Crystal Lake to, you know, to kill and he wants to avenge his sister's death. So um, <laughs> so Trish is worried then for Tommy's safety and then goes back to the house. And um, now we see uh, Crispin, Glover, uh, getting on with Tina and, and they finish and and she says uh, that it was incredible. So he's not a dead fuck. <laughs> um, so she wants round two. <laughs> And she goes go off She goes off to get prepared for round two. He goes downstairs. Um, so great death scene here. So he gets a, so he's looking for a corkscrew uh, for this bottle of wine, and he shouts up, "Where the hell is the corkscrew?" And he gets his hand pinned by a corkscrew by mm-hmm. Jason, um, and then struck in the face with a meat cleaver. That Fantastic was good. That was cool. Girl amazing special effects obviously done in the same way that they did um, the head to the axe in the first one where they do it in reverse so they'll have the half of a meat cleaver in the head with the blood on and then take it away and then when they obviously put that in the movie they play it the other way around and faster Um, Mm -hmm. works really well I like that technique Um, I just love the sound effect when it goes into his head as well that like thud you know, it just, it's just really well done. Great kill. And then uh, we see Tina. She's looking out of a window upstairs. And she sees that her sister's bike's still there. And she then... looks
0: out the window like three or four times.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Jason bursts through the window and throws her to her death. Oh, that was so great. She crashes on the car. It always makes so me laugh, fantastic. though, in this stunt. Like, the stunt double is clearly a man. Like, they have like hairy legs. <laughs> it's so
0: funny. That whole kill just like honestly, I mean she could have died that way, but there's a possibility she's still alive.
1: It's true. It's true. It's like um Stu's still alive, although I'm conspiracy theorist in the Scream Group.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Tina's still alive. So then um we get a scene that I really hate. We get a stoned Ted watching the film projector. Uh, and it just goes on for so long. I think there's a Too couple, long. Of, couple of different cuts of this movie, maybe. Because when I watched it on DVD before I had the Blu-ray box set, I remember this scene going on for a lot longer. And it's just him just laughing at nothing, like for no reason. like. And then he just like stands up. and I mean, I'm so happy when he gets stabbed in the back of the head here, like f- through the projector by a kitchen knife. Good kill, you know, good kill, just awful scene leading up to it so then Jason, he goes upstairs where Doug and Sarah have uh, finished making love in the shower and yep. then after Sarah leaves oh, Jason god, kills Doug by crushing okay, his wait, wait, head wait. against the shower tile
0: we, we need to go back to this scene okay, mm-hmm. so she gets out of the shower right and he's like oh I think I'm in heaven <laughs>
1: yeah
0: And she goes, oh, I think I'm in love. (laughs) And, like, for that literal split second, she thinks, like, she's in her own, like, movie. This is her story. (laughs) This is the beginning of her life right here. And he goes, what? (laughs) And she's like, oh, uh, nothing. I'm going to (laughs) go, whatever. Oh, we were dying. We were dying. (laughs) We were like, that was a good save. Like, he... He totally was just like, wait, wait, love? No.
1: (laughs) I can't hear the showers too loud. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Just the way she said it. I think I'm in love.
1: (laughs) Was he referring to being in heaven as well as um, the shower? Maybe it was a really nice, warm shower. And he was like, oh, I mean, maybe. Thank God. This is a gorgeous shower I'm in right now. Not referring to the, you know, three minutes of casual sex that he's just had. (laughs) <laughs> Although, yeah, and like, then he
0: gets his head smashed.
1: If that was her first time, maybe, maybe it was special for her. <laughs> but yeah, um, he this kill is great. I love this kill. It's probably my favorite in the movie. Just the uh, just the brutalness of it, and just obviously the special effects is amazing. the The dummy that they make for this, like his eyes are like popping out as he gets crushed against the tile. You know, so cool looking. What's your favorite kill? Have we done it yet?
0: Um, I liked Crispin Glover's kill a lot.
1: Yeah, very well done.
0: Uh, Yeah, Um, yeah, I'd say he's probably my favorite, but I did like the scene too where he gets his head smashed.
1: Yeah, an extra bonus as well with Crispin is when he's pinned to the door later on. Yeah, like, and then they put. Jason pulls his body down and the hands just get ripped. The nail just rips through the hands like paper or something. It's just, oof. So then Sarah discovers Doug's body and she's screaming and she tries to escape, but she gets a, a double bit axe through the door through her chest. Another very cool kill. And then Trish and Rob, they go next door to investigate what's going on. And they discover all the team's bodies. Um, Gordon the dog, he wants to get the fuck out of there. He just jumps out the window. He literally has the most sense of anyone. I in know. this film. And thank God that the dog survives. He is the smartest person in this movie. A dog's He's people? like, see y'all later. <laughs> I don't know they're, they're people to me. Um. So then Tommy, um, he randomly comes across like a loads of articles on Jason Voorhees, like, newspaper clippings mm-hmm. of him, like, drowning as a kid and there's, like, a handy artist representation of him, like, how he looked in the the dream from part one. <laughs> so he knows what Jason as a kid looked like. I mean, wh- where did these articles come from and who's collected them? Was it was it actually the, the dude um, that's hunted him? Was it Rob? I guess who, so. I don't know where they appeared from, but they were handily there, you know. Um, so then this is a scene I actually really like. It's where Jason kills Rob in the basement.
0: And he's chopping him to bits.
1: Yeah, and just the way that, like, Rob is, like, screaming. He's, he's just screaming, like, run, run. And then he says, mm-hmm. oh, God, he's killing me. And, like, it's kind of funny. But then mm-hmm. I'm thinking, if I was in that situation... I'd probably say the same thing. You know, you'd kind of be in disbelief that, that you're getting killed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you'd actually say it. At least I would anyway. <laughs> I'd state the obvious. If someone was watching me get hacked to bits, I'd be like, holy shit. They need to know that this is serious. I'm getting killed right now. <laughs> He's not fucking around. He's not playing. <laughs> It just I don't know man, it sounds silly, but it just gives me chills when he just shouts out, Oh god, he's killing me. And I was just like, Oh, that's fucking that's hardcore that. I just love the uh you know the desperation of it and just the pure horror of it. Love it. Um and it's just like dark and it's just scary, man. <laughs> I like this scene. So then Trish, she runs home and, and leaves Rob getting hacked to bits in the in the basement and she takes Rob's machete with her and then um her and Tommy they they barricade the house uh but then Jason breaks in through the window and uh then what happens there oh yeah she, so she he chases them into Tommy's room but then Jason breaks through the door there and then Trish throws a TV on his head but then Jason cool. springs back to life and uh then Trish jumps out of the upstairs window and is somehow alive still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, funny. She stunt. can
0: jump out and be alive, but the other girl gets thrown out and can't yeah. be alive.
1: <laughs> Another funny stunt because when she lands, it's very bouncy looking.
0: Yeah. It kind of looks like a
1: trampoline. <laughs> um. So then at this point, Tommy is in the bathroom cutting off this... all his hair.
0: Oh my God, that scene was just.
1: Um, so she goes back. First of here. all, I was
0: like, "What is he doing?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> did you he not get mental breakdown? Doing <laughs> <Dana> Brittany.
0: <laughs> That's what Kevin said.
1: <laughs> so yeah, she goes up back in the house and she's like devastated to learn that Tommy didn't run out of the house and he's still in there. Um, and then she senses that Jason's behind her and she tries to fight him off with the machete, cuts his hand right down the middle of his fingers. But of course, Jason right. overpowers her and um, having a tussle. So Tommy, he's he's disguised himself to look like Jason as a child.
0: And see, and I it's... couldn't, I couldn't connect the two. I was like, "What is this kid doing?"
1: <laughs> Did you understand what was happening? Or
0: I didn't until they had to explain <laughs> it to me, and because I, I was just like, "What is happening?"
1: It was really weird. He's like. Um he put, like, makeup around his eyes as well, you know, like, to make them look mm-hmm. like dark eyes. Like he, But he just looked like Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. Or yes. Something. Like, and he was like, he's like, Jason, remember. You know, he's like <laughs> trying to distract Jason, telling him to look at him and remember that he looked like this once, I guess, or something like that. <laughs> so he distracts him long enough anyway for Trish to hit him with a machete. But she's a shit shot and just whacks his mask off, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we get a great shot of Jason unmasked, his new and improved deformed face done by Tom Savini. I
0: know. I was like, that looks different. But whatever. Okay.
1: (laughs) I like it. I mean, I like part three, Jason, too. But it's, you know, it's great. Tom Savini looks good. Um, And she's like horrified at how he looks, obviously. And then Tommy just takes that machete and just strikes him in the side of the skull with it. Causing Jason to collapse on the floor. And then he collapses on the machete. Which then pushes the machete into his skull and splits his head open. Um, great special effects. Really gory. Looks great, this. Did this take you off guard? Or were you expecting a bit of gore?
0: Um, it did kind of take me off guard. I liked it, though.
1: Yeah it was cool
0: and then i like I just, the kid was so weird and then the end when he's just chopping him up yeah. and look on his face and i was just like this is really weird
1: yeah he just continues to hack at him just screaming die die mm-hmm. <laughs> um amazing kill you know the ultimate kill really killing Jason. yeah um you know he kills him in a totally epic way brilliant special effects um so then next scene is at the hospital and uh, Trish is lying there. She's getting told by the doctors or whatever that, oh, your brother will be just fine. He just needs to rest. And it's like, hell no. This kid is scarred for life. He doesn't just need rest. He needs therapy mm-hmm. and years of intense therapy to get her over this, or at least to be able to just be vocal again. Like, surely this kid is, like, comatose right
0: now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Awful um so then tommy comes in and gives her a hug and then just looks straight at the camera and gives a very disturbing look and it just
0: mm-hmm. ends
1: freeze frame on tommy like oh is he evil now almost uh almost like, like screen, he's gonna continue five. on and
0: be the, yeah
1: scream five where uh, uh i've forgotten the fucking main character's name billy loomis's daughter the way that she ended up killing, and it's like, oh, maybe she's going to be Sam killer now. Sam is that her name? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's implied that uh, Tommy is going to continue it and uh, be evil now. Um, but there's a, there was actual, there was an alternate ending that was actually filmed, and you can watch it on the Blu-ray. Uh, at least the Blu-ray box set that I've got. I'm sure you'll be able to find it on YouTube. But it's um, a typical dream sequence, obviously, where uh, it, it's all over and Trish and Tommy wake up the next morning after killing Jason and they hear the police sirens and uh, Trish, she sends Tommy outside to like summon the police who have arrived next door. And then she notices water dripping from the ceiling. She goes upstairs to investigate in the bathroom and she finds her mum's body in the bathtub Full of bloody water, and then, oh, nice! she lifts her mother up out of the tub, and then her mum's eyes open, and then they're all solid white. that's pretty scary. and then Jason suddenly appears from behind the bathroom door and prepares to attack Trish and then she suddenly wakes up in hospital, and uh, yeah, very reminiscent sort of you know those fake endings we've got in the first mm-hmm. first movies. Uh, which I guess would have been a better ending, really. Um, yeah. they went for an open-ended one with the whole Tommy thing, I guess. Um. So I mean, what did you think of the ending? Were you expecting that ending, or?
0: Like, uh, no, they, not they really. But off? I mean, it was okay. The kid was annoying, and but I, I mean, the overall the movie was okay. Like I like I said earlier, it could have been not a Friday the Thirteenth movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But, I just um, followed
0: all the rules a little bit too closely. I mean, I guess I liked all the kill scenes. The kill scenes yeah. were
1: cool. The kills are great in this. It's the only thing that it redeems it, to be honest. You know, I, I find this one a really tough watch. Like, it just really drags for me. I just find it like a boring movie. Like, you know, the kills are good, but like the time in between them, it's just not worth it. You know, like, mm, yeah. Just so much that I hate about it. Like, Like I said earlier, like with a movie, um, it all comes down to me enjoying spending time with the characters, and you know it's almost like the main thing I look for. And in this, I just don't enjoy spending time with any of them. I also think the direction is horrible in this. Like the, it's just poorly done. You know, it's got awesome kills, but there doesn't seem to be any suspense in it either. It's just kind of, you know, bad pacing and. Doesn't really flow well. It's one that I always skip when I watch the Fridays. I mean, I tend to agree with that film critic: an immoral and reprehensible piece of trash. I think that describes it pretty well. The production value is pretty good, but just empty content, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Have you got anything more to say about no. this
0: one? Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you had fun watching it with your friends. I did. That's the main thing. Is
0: the is the next one... You said the next one's a little different, right?
1: Yeah, so the next one is Friday 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. So I guess the, the hint is in the, the title there. Uh, have you got any theories on what the story could be?
0: Nope, not at all.
1: I like it. Going blind, that's the best best yep. thing to do. Because for once in a Friday movie, since the first one... Part five actually has a bit of a twist. So,
0: (laughs) a bit of a story. (laughs) I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Uh, As well, hopefully, by the time the next episode drops, we'll have our first Patreon episode out um, because we've decided that we're going to cover some of the Friday 13th fan films. Woo! So, we're going to be covering them in chronological order and hopefully releasing them in the correct order in between. The movies that we're covering on the main show so the first one we're doing jason rising takes place directly after this one and then completely ignores all the subsequent films nice uh, i should mention that it also ignores the fact that alice got killed in part two um okay. but yeah we're, we're looking to have a little fun with the the fan films and uh yeah so be sure to subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content like that. It will only cost you $1 a month.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, so cheapest chips. Um and it, that's totally a British saying, isn't it? T- I was going to Yeah.
0: <laughs> I cheap never as heard chips. that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um cheapest chips, I like Yeah.
1: It. Or should I say cheapest french fries? Uh, cuz you guys uh, call French I it I think it would work chips.
0: better as regular chips here cuz <laughs> our chips are cheap. Ish.
1: <laughs> yeah so um, we aim to be bringing a lot more extra content on that Patreon as well so definitely get on that uh, we want to do like at least like two podcast episodes on that a month and we're going to put loads of other stuff on there that you can gain access to only by subbing so yeah uh, we've got a lot of plans for the Patreon we're excited about that so go and check it out um, the link to it will be on horrorhomeschool.com on the link tree with everything else um shout outs uh have you got any shout outs actually
0: yeah just shout out to my mom and my sister mainly um they're the ones that pretty much always talk to me but i, I do appreciate you know field mouse and ash talking to me about the the show too
1: yeah so. two of our biggest fans we love you guys
0: mm-hmm.
1: also love john howard he's joining us on this journey after buying the blu-ray box set he has some really kind words to say and some feedback when we were asking the other day about uh the format of the pod and if we should mix things up a bit and um, you know he said he, he really enjoys it either way so thanks a lot man thanks for supporting and listening as always really nice to have the support from everybody daniel cox ella linica as well Um shout out to james walker as well and um, he's the reason why i ended up going to that awesome gig the other night absolute legend thank you so much for that man <laughs> Um, We ended up chatting about the pods, and I told him about it. He hadn't heard about it, so he said he was going to start listening because he wanted to watch the new Scream movie. And I said, cool, follow us on that journey, you know, listen to the Scream episodes. And So shout out, James. Um, Sadie and Katie, welcome to Horrorland as well. Everyone go and check them out on Instagram, at welcome to Horrorland. They've got loads of cool horror merch up. They've recently put up another pre-order for all that cool stab merch. Mm-hmm. There's a T-shirt, there's a black one, and I think they've got the green one up still. I and... can't wait
0: to get my, my mystery.
1: Oh, yeah, did you get the makeup bag, the Scream makeup bag?
0: Oh, I already have that.
1: What was the other one? Oh, did you order the, the Scream mystery bundle?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I did too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait for that. Yeah, they've, they've got loads of cool stuff like that going on. They've got a, a Nightmare on Elm Street mystery bag as well. I think yeah. there's only a couple of those left. They've um, got Dexter merch, um, Goosebumps. They've recently got a Goosebumps uh, pre-order up. So if that's still up when this episode comes out, go and check that out. Um, yeah, shout out to Field Mouse as well. He did the theme tune to this podcast, which I absolutely love. I just, I love listening to it every time I edit the podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> go and check out his music, offbrandmusic.com for his solo stuff. And go to all of her twitch.net for his band. And go and check out Justin Leal and his podcasts and merch over at leallegacy.com He does lots of uh Disney related stuff, Disney commentary and uh Disney horror mash up with his merch. And JB, go check out his podcast over at talknerdy.uk, uh where you'll also find us. We're up there along with a couple of other podcasts. So thanks for giving us that platform, dude. But yeah, I think that's about it for this episode. Go to horrorhomeschool.com for links to everything, including all of our socials and where you can listen to the show. And- yeah, and
0: uh, my Etsy is going to probably be shut down just for a bit. I'm going to try and redo some stuff, but we are going to start uh, or we're going to upload some stuff to TeePublic and that's right. get that
1: going. We're going to so get we'll our get all merch, that- merch updated. Yeah. Nice big refresh yeah. for the spring. We're gonna give you some really cool new designs. Ashley's sent me a few over that she's been working on and man, they look cool as fuck. Get excited for these <laughs> t shirts. You're gonna want them.
0: Don't don't overhype
1: it, 'cause like uh, what if
0: nobody likes
1: <laughs> Listen, I am a t shirt connoisseur. You know this. I know, I know what's a cool t shirt and these are gonna be cool. Oh, so oh, yeah, oh. we're gonna be moving um the main merch store on T Public. It's gonna be a lot easier for brits and yanks to order from um, yeah,
0: for sure but, and it'll be easier on me
1: <laughs> yeah or but you, you still yeah. will be able to order some exclusive bleached eye yeah, tie-dye sure. stuff with the yeah. horror homeschool logo on just um it won't be as readily available it'll be a little special treat so everyone that's bagged some of those shirts already they're sort of a collector's piece now
0: yeah so, sure even
1: more exclusive than they were um but yeah, keep a keep an eye on, on the Instagram and everything and, and you'll see all that merch when it comes out. We're looking to release maybe a different shirt a month. So yeah, get stoked on that. Um and you can send in your comments and questions to us and feel free to DM us on Instagram and Facebook. Email us at contact horrorhomeschool at gmail.com. Um little side note as well. I don't know if you saw I put up the poll for um which movie do you prefer, Halloween or Friday the 13th? Yeah, Um, I did. And I thought that Halloween would clean up. Like, I thought it was kind of a bit of a stupid question because, of course, Halloween is the correct answer. Um, I think you probably agree with me there, right?
0: I'd say so, yeah. But um, But it
1: it ended up being very, very close. Um, I combined all the votes from Instagram and Facebook and uh, I've since posted... Uh, in the Halloween fans group on Facebook and the Friday 13th fans group on Facebook. Obviously, each one was a little biased, but after totaling up everything, Halloween takes it by a smidgen, but I mean just a smidgen, Um, which did surprise me because, yeah, I didn't realize there were that many people that preferred Friday over Halloween. But there we go. That's
0: crazy, yeah. But that's pretty cool. I mean, they both have their, their their cool elements and their special qualities and you know? Yeah. But
1: they're two very different films.
0: Very um, different. But
1: I but saw yeah, one, no. one guy commented saying, uh, Halloween, uh, first Friday, 13th sucks. Cause it wasn't Jason. <laughs> it's like, dude,
0: <laughs> get out of here, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's always a bit of fun. I, I always enjoy, uh, sharing like a random mm-hmm. meme or something. And it's just blowing up. I don't know if you saw that recent one I put up of uh, Michael Myers on the telephone. How many days till Halloween? You know, courtesy call. Um, but that, oh, that's yeah, fucking yeah. that's blown up. Like, I don't know if you'd look on the, uh, the Facebook page, but it's got like a reach of like 15k right now. It's mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look at you, meme king.
1: People love a good dumb meme. Like, literally, I'll share stuff like, listen to the new episode. And it gets like 10 views or something. And then a stupid meme would be like thousands of people. It's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be getting loads more likes on the Facebook page. So that's, that's why I do it, you know, to help us grow. So it's all yeah. good. Maybe a few. we'll have a few extra listeners that have stumbled across the pod and that like what we're doing. So, yeah, feel free to socialize with us. We're, we're chatty people. We love talking back to our listeners. So reach out to us and we'll give you a shout out next episode um personal social media stuff you can follow me on instagram at chris j wakefield
0: and me underscore babraham lincoln underscore
1: we will be back soon with another episode and remember don't be such a dead fuck
0: (laughs) i knew you were gonna use that (laughs) when he said it i was like that's gonna be the (laughs) quote